Welcome in, everybody. In today's episode, we will be discussing doTERRA's co-impact sourcing and the Healing Hands Foundation. Don't forget to like, share, follow, and subscribe to our podcast. And of course, stick around to the end for our scoop of the day. But while you're here, we invite you to leave an honest review on Apple Podcasts at the end of this episode. It's free and it would mean the world to Sarah and I. Welcome to the Essential Oil Scoop, where we serve up real talk with real results. Get ready to explore the incredible world of essential oils and how they transform your daily wellness. I'm Vicki Labrilla, and this is my co-host, Sarah Sipos. With over 22 years of collective essential oil knowledge and experience, we are well-equipped to bring you the best tips and tricks for all your needs to live life to the fullest. So join us as we dish out the juicy scoop to a healthier, happier you. It's time to elevate your life. Tune in and let's dive deep into the realm of essential oils for a life of vitality and well-being. Sarah and I are part of a fantastic community. We're part a we're part of a fantastic opportunity to have true freedom, financial and physical freedom with DoTerra. But some of our listeners and and maybe I shouldn't say some of our listeners. I feel like doTERRA as a whole, their co-impact sourcing initiatives and the Healing Hands Foundation aren't discussed and brought to light as much as our oils and our products. So today, Sarah and I are going to introduce what the heck they are and why they're fabulous. And Sarah actually has a really fun story to share with you on what's to come. So let's first talk about co-impact sourcing. Because co-impact sourcing is, it's, 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 it's got my heart, Vic. It's got yeah. my heart. Um, so what exactly is it? It's, so we, we know that doTERRA supplies very, very high quality oils. We also know that they get them from all over the world where they're indigenously grown. And so that they are sourced in their, they are grown in the very, very best environment for the plant which means their growing condition, their, their growing season is the right growing season. That means um, the soil is the proper amount of nutrients that they, that the plant needs to grow. That means there's so many reasons why we, we source our plants and our oils from where they grow indigenously. Um, There's so many different countries that they're come from because things that grow in my backyard probably aren't going to grow the same way they do in France. Like just not like just going to let you know, Indiana does not kind of, does not have the same um, soil content and same growing seasons as other countries. So we want to have and source plants from the very best, right? Like we want all of those conditions to be absolutely perfect. So we have harvesters and farmers from all over the world. And we also have distillers in those areas as well to help distill the to distill the oils from the plants. And mm-hmm. so co-impact sourcing. So, okay, so you know that about our our our, our plants and our oils. So that's where we source them. So what's the co-impact part? The co-impact part is that we do source all over the world. And so we do have things like vetiver that grows in Haiti. We do have uh, 
green um, winter green that grows in Nepal, right? Like we have all these places that that these things are sourced, and in Africa and Madagascar and Guatemala and um, Honduras. I mean, there's just so many different places, right? Mm-hmm. Here's the thing. Guess what? This is like this should be like this is a big big like alert for you. There, most of the places that these are sourced, their um, GDP and their poverty is well, well, well below what our standards for poverty in our country, the United States is, okay? And so they are in great need of different resources. And why we call it co-impact sourcing is because we impact not only the growers, not only the, the, the distillers and the harvesters, but we also impact their economy. Mm-hmm. Not only are these beautiful people paid fair wage, this is very important. Most of the time, um, they're not paid fair wages in most countries. They are paid um, when they harvest. So they are not plant, sometimes they're paid at planting. Most of the time, not. They're paid when they're harvested. So what doTERRA comes in and does, and they pay the, the they pay the growers when they plant midway through, and when they're harvested, they get the rest, right? And this ensures that the harvesters, the planters, the distillers, everybody earns a living regardless of when the harvest comes in, okay? And then, then the, so... That's one way it affects their economy. The other way is my, one of my most favorite stories is about vetiver. And we went in, heard, you know, talked to these people about harvesting their vetiver. Vetiver takes 18 months for it to be perfectly ready for us to have the oils, right? Well, if you are being paid only every 18 months, that would be really difficult for your family, right? Absolutely. Be very challenging, extremely challenging. So here you are only paid every 18 months. So guess what? You're going to probably maybe skip on that, right? You're going to like, well, instead of 18 months, maybe we can do 12 months. Or maybe we can like do 14 months, you know, like fudge the numbers a little bit where that might not be the best oils, but it's okay because we need to get, we need to feed our families, right? Zotero was like 18 months is a long time. So let's, let's talk about this. Let's talk about when you plant, when you harvest all the things. One of the awesome things was when they were coming together to discuss all these issues, they were the, the key, the co-op, um, the cooperative that was with all of these different farmers that were coming together to create this, this oil. They were so excited because they were like, if we do this for X amount of years, we are going to be able to put in a well, a community well. We're going to be able to have water for our community because right now the kids and the women are walking five miles to get water and then five miles back. Can you imagine getting, getting in 10 miles? I mean, I could definitely get in my steps, right? I would definitely be in my steps for, for doing that. But can you imagine that's your whole day? That's like a good portion of your day. So guess what? Kids aren't going to school. Why? Because they've got to have water. Well, doTERRA is amazing. They heard the conversation and they said, we'll provide the well. 
And this was where co-impact sourcing has kind of been born from. This idea that let's go in, not only do we serve and pay these farmers, harvesters and distillers fair wages, but now we're also helping out in the community. What else can we do for this community? So they built the well, okay? They built the well. That's great. Now let's build a school for the kids because now they're not walking miles and miles every day. They need some place to learn and to grow and to be caught skills so that they can be a contributing member of society. So mm-hmm. that's just one teeny tiny example that has had a huge impact. And that is co-impact sourcing, that it is able to help build community and stabilize um, incomes and stabilize for for not just the, f- the few growers and harvesters and distillers, but now you're impacting the community, you're impacting the children, you're, you're, it goes well above and beyond maybe just the people that are those few people that are working. And I, I, I don't have exact numbers because each um, area is totally different with how many people that they need. You know, there's Bulgaria and Rose and did you know our rose gets gets harvested without any kind of machinery? But they use horse and buggy when they pick our rose petals so that the fumes from a tractor or a car or truck or whatever doesn't even affect so that that those fumes from that will not affect plants at all. Like that's beautiful. That is such a beautiful thing. So anyway. I just went on a really long tangent to explain co-impact sourcing and it is a huge, I love, this is like so near and dear to my heart. I love co-impact sourcing. I love what it does. I love that it, it services, um, you know, over 40 countries right now we are in servicing these areas. And I just think it's amazing that we are, we can create such a huge impact on, on these, on these communities and have such a a relief thing. And then we have Healing Hands. Vic, tell tell them a little bit about our Healing Hands. Well, before we go there, I want to sum up everything you just said, um, because there's so much information here. And I hope you can hear Sarah's heart, because this is a big part of the heartbeat of doTERRA. So with more than 140 origin oils in the entire product line that doTERRA has, doTERRA sources oils from over 45 countries, more than half of which could be considered developing countries, which Sarah has mentioned. So to ensure the small scale farmers and harvesters in these disadvantaged areas, um, doTERRA stepped it up. We wanted, we not only want to treat them ethically, doTERRA has introduced an initiative which Sarah just mentioned, called co-impact sourcing. This co-impact sourcing can create, has created shared value for all stakeholders in the supply chain by being at the source and intentionally implementing environmental stewardships and or social impact initiatives. Co-impact sourcing seeks to develop long-term mutual beneficial supplier partnerships while creating sustainable jobs and providing reliable income in underdeveloped areas. doTERRA is committed, my friends, to all the ethical treatment of its suppliers by providing one-time payment at fair prices. This is big. This is a topic all on its own, and we're not going to discuss that here, but there is some incredibly unethical 
ways that this world is sourcing essential oils. And my friends, I'm here to tell you through and through, doTERRA is doing it the right way. And the right way is the hardest way, but it is the best way for humankind, mankind, and mother nature. So where was I? doTERRA is committed to the ethical treatment of its suppliers by providing a one-time payment, like I said. So growers and harvesters are encouraged to form um, cooperative groups to share collective benefits and bargaining power while improving skills and capability. So in addition to the co-impact sourcing, you know, Sarah was hinting at, okay, well, where does the Healing Hands Foundation come in? It helps support the development project in sourcing communities. So think of the co-impact sourcing initiatives all across. So, you know, like Sarah said, it's Albania, Brazil, we have um, Bulgaria, we go to Haiti for vetiver, you know, so on and so forth. With all of these co-impact sourcing projects, the Healing Hands Foundation comes into each and every product and is providing more resources and tools to better their life through and through. It, it is such an incredible ecosystem that doTERRA is fine tuning and really making sure that when we come into a, a, a community, a village, a place on mother earth that is not our own, right? We don't own mother earth, but when we collect collaborate with those indigenous people, when we collaborate with those humans, understanding the land, understanding how to, to take from mother nature and replace at the same time, there is power in sustainability and the ecosystem and the functionality of this entire process is cohesive and a well-oiled machine, if you even want to call it that. So doTERRA Healing Hands Foundation helps support the community and the developing projects such as schools, like Sarah mentioned. Education is key, right? Education is power. Education determines growth and the longevity of, of their livelihoods. Health clinics, training facilities, and clean water systems. My friends, I am very spoiled and very, very blessed. I have all of my primal needs met. I have water, I have food, I have shelter, I have clothing. But I'm here to tell you the entire world doesn't even have all of that. So when we go into these places that are that have poverty at a level that you couldn't even imagine, or maybe there's slight poverty, there's always room for improvement, but it is so empowering to hear these stories of of doTERRA Healing Hands coming in, having these projects and with, with the resources we have as a collective, we're able to provide these things on a massive scale that will reap benefits for years to come, even after myself and the legacies I leave behind it is extremely powerful. So the Healing Hands Foundation comes in, swoops in and does that. Um, Sarah, you want to, you want to talk about that for a moment? Yeah. Well, actually I'm going to go back to when you were talking about some of the sourcing principles, the fair on time payments, mm. the, the consistent payments to pay their producers, including prepayments. Like this is like, 
you know, we could do a whole podcast just on this subject alone. You, unless you start researching, you guys will not understand this. Like this is huge. And in the essential oil industry, very few times do they allow, do companies actually, first of all, pay on time. Yeah. They don't pay on time. Second of all, they don't sometimes make fair not payments. At all. And sometimes not yeah. at all. Yeah. And they're definitely, those payments aren't even what I would, what you, what people would consider fair. Now, you know, you, you, it's very, it's, you're in a touchy world because, you know, a lot of times we, we look at, well, it's not, it's not um, minimum wage according to the United States level. But what you don't understand is other in other parts of the world, minimum wage is like dollar an hour. Okay. Like Mexico, it's a dollar an hour. Like, so think about that to think about how like being paid minimum wage in those countries, if, if they even have a minimum wage, like there are only certain countries, there's not even a lot of countries who have a minimum wage. I want you to just understand that first of all, but to have this idea that, okay, now they're getting paid on time with consistently and prepayments and fair payment. It's so different. It, it is in listening to these growers and these distillers and um, harvesters, this makes a huge impact on their lives already. And then we pair it with impacting the community. And then we pair it even further with the Healing Hands initiatives. And there's so many cool Healing Hands initiatives. There's so many different ones. I, I hope I do. I hope I do this justice by talking about all the different initiatives. So there is human trafficking, which we've kind of talked about. We talked about hope a few podcasts ago. There's disaster relief. There's global health. There's supporting children. There's clean water and sanity, uh, sanitization. Um, but we we have we've kind of talked about that clean water, right? There's empowering women. There's self reliance. There's so many different initiatives that we partner with communities through this Healing Hands um, program that helps the peoples and the, the different people and, and just how we work together with them and what we can do to create these stronger communities. And of course, we're going to link, you know, websites and stuff in, in the show notes. But I mean, I love their microloan program that they have. Like that is that is like so near and dear to my heart. They they partner with a couple of different company, a uh, couple of different um companies, and you can view their projects on um doTERRAhealinghands.org. But uh, one of them is Mentors International, and let me just tell you about Mentors International. This company, I say company, but it's not. It's a it's a nonprofit organization. So this organization is amazing because it helps give little tiny um, loans to people. Okay. So let me, there's great YouTube video. If I can find it, if I can find it, it's a great video. It's called living on a dollar a day. And it talks about this, this idea of micro lending. And this is not a doTERRA thing. This is just something totally separate. That's totally near and dear to my heart for Guatemala. Um, but basically, think of it this way: this woman, let's let's call her let's call her Anne. She goes to a micro lending place like Mentors International, and she needs a sewing machine. And she says, "I can sew scarves for people 
and sell them to tourists, okay? So that what they'll do is they'll go in, they'll help her to get this little micro loan for a sewing machine because for you and I, like maybe three to $500 for a sewing machine, okay, we'll, we'll, we'll go pick up a sewing machine, right? Like we don't really have to save years and years for a sewing machine. We can just go, I can... I just looked at one yesterday. No joke. I looked at a brand new sewing machine yesterday for $500. Basic, very basic. Um, a little too basic for me. But um, I went and looked at, it's like $500, okay? But if you gave it to this woman, it would be like all the bells and whistles to her, right? $500 is a lot of money for some people. It's a real, that's like, that is like a year's worth of wages for some people. So here they are, they get their, their $500 loan, they get their sewing machine, they get set up, they start doing the things that they want to do, and then they start producing, then they start paying back these microloans. Do you know that these microloans have over a 98% repay rate? That is better than any loan in the United States out there. These people are so willing to put themselves out there to, to make a business I I heard a story about this woman through Mentors International. She um she started this thing, and when I first watched this video, I thought I can't believe they they gave her a loan for this, but it's huge. So they gave her a loan for a gaming system, and what she does is she charges the boys from the local community fifty cents an hour, and these boys, or maybe it's a quarter, it's something in it's something equivalent to that in, in American money. And they pay for like an hour to use the gaming system. Okay. And these boys all get together and they have their little groups. Well, it was so popular and such a popular thing in this little village that she made back the loan and was ready to buy another system and another TV. And they gave her the loan because she was so, you know, she, had good credit with them because she paid back all of her loans. This woman ended up with three systems, three TVs, and has these boys like coming from all over the village. And the ones that can't afford it, she allows them to work for her doing like housekeeping type stuff, helping in her garden, different things to help. And these boys um, are, she paid, repaid all of it. And I thought at first I was like, isn't there like something better, uh, some other business that would have impacted the community better? But then now it's become kind of like a community center. Her home has become like a community center for these these kids, like an outreach programs. And there's so much that had good that has come from this woman's idea. And I admit, when I first saw it, I was like, I feel like we could have spent her money, the money a little bit differently because I'm not a big video game person. But it helps the parents to for those kids to be in a safe environment and you know they can get work done they can do things and anyway I just thought it was really great and I love this idea of what just just that's just one little project that you can be a part of when you're part of the healing hand so anyway I went on a tangent so I apologize yeah. <laughs> that's okay Sarah you can you can hear your heart and passion into it I'm going to share my scoop of the day today before you, we wrap up the conversation with um, your project that um, is coming up. But before she does, my scoop of the day is to invite you into 
donating a dollar a month. So if you have a doTERRA membership, then you have the ability to check the box of donating to the doTERRA Healing Hands Foundation. If you understand what we're saying, every dollar goes to the Healing Hands. It's not a percentage of it. It's the full shebang. So I do, I donate a dollar every time my LRP order is placed every month. Some months I can do more, others I just do the dollar, but I know that every dollar donated is going to different projects throughout the world, even in our own backyard to better, better the world as a whole. So I invite you into saying yes to donating. You know, there's, there's a lot of organizations asking for money and, and you do you. And I, and I just encourage you to look into the Healing Hands Foundation. It's very simple to add a dollar to your, to your LRP order. So that is my scoop of the day. Just passing on the generosity in a financial way means the world. And doTERRA does so much with every single dollar donated. Yeah. And they do matching programs too. So sometimes for certain initiatives, um, they'll take that dollar and they'll double your dollar. So sometimes mm -hmm. that dollar becomes $2 and that's huge, right? Yeah. I am part of, um, part of the Healing Hands co-impact sourcing is, is something called the 25 Collective. So that's a group of advocates, of, of doTERRA advocates who have pledged and have done for the past year um, $25 a month in our, uh, added onto our LRP orders. And my husband and I, so last year, not, not this past convention, but 2022, um, they rolled this all out and we committed to doing it for a year and we, we've, we're beyond a year now, but we committed to it and we did it for, you know, for the full year. And now we're into January and we're going on year two. Um, but one of the perks of the 25 collective as a leader in doTERRA, I can, create leader-led co-impact sourcing trips and experiences. And I was like, this is, obviously I get really passionate. I get really excited about this. This is like, this is like my heart, right? Like humanitarian aid is totally my heart. It's something it's ingrained in me. I've loved it for, for years and years and years. I've been involved with different um, humanitarian aid projects, even way before doTERRA even came into my life. I've been involved. So this is, um, I was, I grew up with basically some sort of helping out with charitable organizations since the time I was probably three. So this, this is like near and dear to me. So this year, um, in March, so excited, March 26th and 27th, I am leading my first co-impact sourcing experience. Um, it's not a big, huge, it's not Kenya or Bulgaria, I'm, I'll, I'm going to work my way up to Kenya and Bulgaria. I'm not there quite yet to like take on that responsibility, but I am doing my first leader led, um, co-impact sourcing experience. And it will be in, in Pennsylvania, in Kane, Pennsylvania to our birch distiller there. Um, and uh, it's called Woodside Oils in Kane, Pennsylvania, and I'm super excited. I've already I've already booked it all out. We are doing a um it'll be a, an overnight excursion just because we're going to be doing the tour, which isn't very long. The tour itself is only about an hour and a half 
hour to an hour and a half. And then afterwards, we are going to go see the, hope I pronounce this right. So if you're from Pennsylvania and I say this wrong, you can correct me. Kinsua, uh, the Kinsua Bridge. And we're going to do the overlook out there, which I've heard and I've seen some pictures and it's magnificent. And then we're going to um, go to a hotel and we're going to have um, do a training of all the things that we just learned and then um, stay at that hotel for the night. And then the next morning we'll have breakfast and depart. So it's, it's, it's not quite a 24 hour trip, but I'm super excited about it. I can't wait to meet the growers and the distillers of our beautiful birch oil and if you are absolutely interested, maybe you're from the New York, Pennsylvania, Ohio, Indi even Indiana, if you're from somewhere in the East and you this speaks to your heart like it does for me, um, please, please, please email us at the essential oil scoop dot, uh, sorry, the essential oil scoop at gmail.com. And let me drop me a line and I will be happy to send you the information for it. It's going to be somewhere around $200 per couple. And so if if that's something that sounds like you're interested in, um, let me know because I, I'm excited. This is going to be an amazing experience. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Essential Oil Scoop. If you've enjoyed today's scoop on essential oils and want to stay with our latest episodes, exclusive content, and special offers. Be sure to follow us and opt in to our exclusive newsletter. Just head on over to our website, theessentialoilscoop.com forward slash newsletter and opt in today. For more wellness tips and monthly inspiration, connect with us on social media. Follow us on Facebook and YouTube, The Essential Oil Scoop Podcast. And please feel free to share and tag us on all of your essential oil adventures using the hashtag the essential oil scoop remember your wellness journey is our priority we are here to help and support you every step of the way thanks again for being part of our essential oil family until next time